Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Stormy Finkel, with Dr. L tonight. And here we go live. Welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. And uh, before we get into tonight's topic, uh, I want to introduce a new host in the network. Uh, his name is Dr. Al Freck. Uh, he will be hosting some shows, some together, some on his own. Hello, Al. How's it feel to be a host? Uh, Doreen's great. Thanks for asking me to come on. Um, I'm glad to share the microphone with you. And uh, um this is, um, I'm flattered, really. Al is president of North Jersey Regional Tea Party, correct? That's correct. And, that is correct. Uh, he does his, uh, TV shows, a host in our TV network, Liberty Action Network TV. That's and, right. We do um, lunch panel on the professor. Yes, we do. And we can find that on, uh, if you type up Liberty Action Network TV, you will see Lunchtail and the Professor come up. It's a syndicated show, pretty much airing every two weeks. Again, that link is Liberty Action Network TV, and you will see their show come up. And also, folks, before uh, we get into tonight's topic um, we, um, involving Roman Again, he is a, a guest. Uh, he was born in, in Russia, uh, and he worked, is a caricaturist working for the National Review. I just want to remind you to go to studentsforabetterfuture.com. That's studentsforabetterfuture.com. It is a 501c3 nonprofit doing various projects on the campuses, um, talking to students, philanthropizing, recruiting. Uh, and our latest project is we have a handful of students working on the college campus of William Patterson University who are working on a project called Students Against Trafficking. Again, that's Students Against Trafficking. So if you can go to that website, studentsforabetterfuture.com, and make a contribution, that would be great. And Dr. L, over to you now. Yeah. Okay. What are talking about tonight? Okay. Well, we have uh, Roman Gen as our uh, guest tonight. Roman, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, hey, Dr. Hey, great. Bell. Welcome. Thank you very Welcome. much. Welcome. This is this is a return engagement for you. Uh, that it is. Recidivist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're the first doctor, doctor that I'm uh, talking to this week. Okay. Well, look, uh, let's just uh, get put a little framework on this for people who may not have heard you before. But you're considered an American artist in specializing in illustrations and caricatures of uh, of political figures and their followers, and then the political scene. And uh, you're a uh, contributing editor to the National Review at this point. But your your contributions have appeared, and I'm looking at this, have appeared everywhere. You're, you've been in Los Angeles Times, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, Baltimore Sun, New York Daily News. My gosh, you're everywhere. Guilty, guilty as charged. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, from from what I get I, I from I promise here, to stick with National Review from now on. Ah, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> now let's just uh, just go back just a little bit. First of all, you were uh, you're born in Moscow, correct? Born, and, born, and raised, and that's why uh, that's where I uh, acquired this wonderful speech impediment of mine. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, you 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 were you were in the Soviet Union. You came to the, to America in 1991. Are my notes here? 91, 91, right right before the the collapse. Right. So, uh, you were you were 19. You were you 19 at that point? I was I was 19, and um, uh, unfortunately I missed the uh, the coup of uh, 91. Uh, that was an interesting historical event, but. Uh, 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 that that actually uh, was taken care of uh, by uh, witnessing Los Angeles riots uh, a year later. So, <laughs> <laughs> Miss one, get another. Huh? Yeah, exactly. So they just follow me wherever I go. <laughs> well, look, you, were, were you getting under? I mean, were you getting under people's skin when you were in Moscow? When you were, uh, you know, did you start this when you were in the Soviet Union? I I did, I did. I was um, I actually started quite quite early, but uh, um, started being published uh, at about age seventeen, and at, the, mm-hmm. at about the same time started showing my drawings on the street. So oddly enough, people loved it, but the authorities uh, obviously uh, did not, which is a little bit different from from what it is today, because today the authorities and the people are sort of. Uh, of of the same mind. So uh, at that time it was quite different. Uh, people definitely hated communists, and uh, uh, the uh, you know it was a wonderful, wonderful, interesting time. Uh, and uh, it's it's it was great to be young uh, and uh, to live through it. It's it's it it was definitely a historical, uh, amazing historical event. The breakup of of that whole uh, evil system. And um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I didn't miss it. Well, I would guess that you were not the government's favorite person. If you uh, were doing... No, I was not. And uh, but <laughs> but you know, in order to to get indulgences, you had to um, uh, you had to show that that uh, you were published in the uh, government papers. So I, I actually collaborated with one um, little uh, agriculture magazine which which uh, belonged to the Ministry of Agriculture. And uh, oddly enough, the, uh, the the biggest of them all, uh, Pravda. So I I, ah. I I did get published in Pravda. So that gave, gave me some, some leeway. Whenever I would get in trouble, I would show them my Pravda drawing. And uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> that made it easier. That gave you street creds, like they say, or some or government creds, or whatever. Government, government creds, because the cops <laughs> figured out if, if this guy is published by Pravda, then then uh, you know uh, they're okay with him. That then we should be okay with him too. So, uh, but then it didn't it didn't last long. So, uh, uh, but uh, also you know it it happened so fast because uh, I I started showing my drawings uh, on the street. Probably in the fall of '88, and the the Soviet Union collapsed in in uh, two years later. So, uh, no, uh, three three years later. So, so uh, uh, I mean, if you consider, uh, in it's astonishingly fast. Uh, I mean, for, mm-hmm. for three years for that for that 
to happen. So first they, of course, they arrested us every time that uh, we, we would show. We would have maybe 10 minutes to, to show something. Uh, but then the, the last uh, last time I, I remember I was there, nobody even, you know, I mean, people paid attention, but it wasn't anything extraordinary. So, so a, lot, a lot has changed in, in, in three years. Um, so, so now we know what brought down the Soviet Union. Right, right. Uh, they, they, the worst thing that could have ha- could have happened to them was keeping me there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they kicked me out. <laughs> Did they kick you out? Did that why you came to the states? Well, they they sort of. You, we, you know, we they didn't kick me out, but uh, but they they you know when when you try to leave, they they make everything. Uh, very difficult for you, and it, it's not the, the government actually. I, I have to say, it's the people. It's it's a little bureaucrat here and there. It's the neighbors, and and you know, I mean, they they were the ones actually making it difficult. Um, I mean, government, I don't think cared. Well, no, they did care because we we wanted uh, to uh, to travel right before leaving. And they said, you know, you, you, you know, you, you want to get out of the country, get out of the country, you know, no time to travel. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, so they pretty much made, uh, then of course we were stripped of, of, uh, our, uh, citizenships. Um, then they, uh, also t- take everything you have. So they, you cannot take anything with you. So, uh, so the new immigrants, people who come these days, they can, they can bring their stuff. We couldn't, we, we just had, like a hundred dollars each, I think, wow. per person. Wow. So uh, you could. Uh, uh, the only thing they allowed uh, out were uh, books. Mm-hmm. So books you could you could mail or or bring with you, but but um, um, the, you couldn't sell the the apartment. You couldn't, you know. Uh, I mean, I mean there were a lot of restrictions which which mm-hmm. later disappeared. So uh, mm-hmm. so I landed here. I'm you know I'm proud to say, <laughs> you know whenever you go somewhere, there's somebody saying, oh my my you know uh, my grandfather came here with fifty dollars and uh, you know this and this and that, and right. uh, um, and I can honestly say I I brought twice more. I brought a hundred dollars with me. <laughs> so, so who did you come with? Who came? Who all came? Uh, my mom. My mom. So I mm-hmm. uh, yeah she. That that was uh, dangerous for for the um, for the USSR to keep her there too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> no 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 I, I understand you say that. Well so so you came. Um, you were what do you say? What did I say? You were you were 19 about when you came. 19 yeah yeah just yeah. Uh, just turned 19 yeah so. Yeah what'd you do? I mean how'd you get settled and uh, what happened? Well we had a lot of help. So, so uh, we, I mean, that that was one of those uh, wonderful things that uh, we were helped uh, by um, uh, by Library Minyan Synagogue in in, in uh, Los Angeles. So uh-huh. they they collected money, rented us apartment, and uh, so we were we landed in, into into a ready place. And uh, they signed the documents that that I was a relative. Uh, because the, the the Soviets wouldn't let you out unless you have a relative. So so that so you know everyone had the either either real or or an imaginary relative. So right. uh, so um, and uh, <laughs> um, landed here, started looking for work. Uh, so uh, you know, and since since I didn't I didn't have any useful skills, uh, uh, you know, and I'm I'm too. Um, 
impractical to own a laundromat or a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I just stuck with the <laughs> with the um, um, job that uh, uh, you know to the skills uh, which which uh, I, I had. So and uh, fortunately, Los Angeles Times uh, started um, publishing me. So uh, I well, was you were you, you were you nineteen when they started publishing you yeah. about that uh, same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. amazing, really. But, well, thank you. So uh, no, it's uh, they didn't know any better. They uh, later they, <laughs> uh, they they always thought that if we knew you then uh, better than we don't we know we wouldn't have uh, opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they knew if they were going to work for the. Uh, uh, for the National Review, they wouldn't have put, given you a start. <laughs> they wouldn't have. No, no, I don't think they would. So, uh, but uh, you know, at the time, it was a great paper. It was uh, largest daily, I think, in in the country. Um, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. With still the uh, Chandler, um, um, Otis Chandler influence there. Uh, there were great journalists working for for them um, at the time. Um, uh, Paul Conrad was the editorial cartoonist. I mean, it was really. Um, just a wonderful place to to be. Uh, I definitely was honored to to work for them at the time, so no question. Yeah. About it. When you when if we're to ask you, which I am, uh, what is what is your thinking when you're doing a caricature? I mean, these are political. I would say jabs, probably. Um, what are you thinking? What 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 are you trying to get across? What's your mindset? My my thinking is always uh, how much time do I have and how will it be misinterpreted? <laughs> <laughs> so that that <laughs> that's the thinking. So uh, unfortunately, we cannot do what the French do. So uh, it's it's a very politically correct society. So we have to do what uh, what our editors allow us to do. Uh, so, so that's that's on my mind, but less uh, less now. Uh, mostly, it's you know how how short is the deadline, and ah. uh, when when the kids are gonna wake up and uh, ruin my working day. <laughs> that's that's my uh, third uh, thought. Well, you still create some uh, some waves, though, right? Uh, well, it's 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 not difficult to do here. So because no. you know the uh, the level of what what uh, pisses people off is so low. Uh, you know you you I mean at 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 some point, well now now you can pretty much do do uh, with Obama whatever you want, but uh, whatever you did eight years ago, people were screaming bloody murder. No no matter how you depicted the guy, it, it was mm-hmm. strong. So uh, you know they they would blame you, call you KKK or whatever. So uh, now mm-hmm. it's sort of uh, you know he settled in. So I, I think we're we're okay with with drawing him any way we want. But uh, yeah. So you're more freed up to do that now, given given his history in the last six years. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and also he aged. So um, uh, less paint uh, goes wasted. Uh, so. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I, I, I might have mentioned the last time that the best uh, advice I ever gotten was that from David Levine, the, the great character of uh, New York Review of Books. He said, "Avoid uh, people with dark hair and bushy beards." And I said, yes. "Why, David?" And he said, "Because too much cross hatching." 
So, so, so whenever you see a gray-haired guy, that means less work. There you go. Well, that should be good for another two years then, right? Two years, yeah. Thankfully, he'll be out. So that, this is the, you know, uh, uh, the most uh, beautiful thing about uh, the free world that these people don't do not stay forever. They, uh, you know, they sit there for a certain amount of time and then they leave. The what what you know I'm always interested in following like a career path and how it starts. Now you were very young. Uh, I say very young. You were like seventeen. You said you started when you were seventeen, drawing and cartooning. Yeah, I probably started before, but I, I started publishing when I was seventeen. So they uh, uh, well, the um, uh, I was very fortunate. I I look at the old stuff, the, the drawings that I did. Um, uh, there is a certain um, uh, courage and originality that young people have uh, when, when uh, you know, because I, I look at a lot of uh, at a lot of drawings that friends of mine did when they were in their teens, and uh, there's always uh, there's always this fresh spirit of of adventurism that that professionals lose by by the age of thirty or forty. But mm-hmm. uh, the the quality was just not there. I was I was incredibly fortunate that that people, uh, you know, helped me out. I, they they saw potential or liked what I did, and uh, you know, uh, uh, and um, uh, gave me work. Because if 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 they if if nobody if no one gives you work, then you 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 know you will never uh, grow. Uh, right. So you wither. Yeah, you were, yeah. and I was I was fortunate in in the in the Soviet Union. I was fortunate too because people gave me work. They they mm-hmm. uh, they just uh, they just liked what I did, and so so um, so I was never um, I never had those you know years of wilderness where where uh, where a person struggles. Um, although it did. It, well, we have a caller on the line, 256-377. Do you like to ask a question? Great. That would be great. You're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Three, three, yes, 377, you're on the air. Hello. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, the uh, interesting uh, subject, I uh, just wonder how you... Uh, have been received here in the, in the United States. If you've uh, done any character tours, you know, against the uh, Muslims or against the government uh, of any kind, and what kind of uh, reaction have you gotten? Well, I, I, of course, I draw, you know, characters against the government every day. But they, uh, I mean, it's not the government you one one is afraid of here. Uh, so, because the government really cannot, you know, uh, and th- th- this this is one of the things I have I have a problem with my colleagues, who are, who when this horrible tragedy in France happened, started publishing, uh, the, the, you know, the drawings that they that they do against Wall Street, Wall Street lawyers, and thinking they're brave. There is nothing brave in confronting the government in the United States or some faceless lawyers or or the Koch brothers or or you know. Uh, uh, you know, because they cannot, Dick Cheney or whoever, they cannot send uh, thugs to murder you. So, so there is really no danger in confronting the government here. Anyone who thinks that there, 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 there is some kind of bravery or courage involved are delusional. Uh, 
Uh, however, if you if you do depict Muslims, um, uh, Muslim, depicting Muslims is also not a problem because they they really. I mean, all I had was my site was cracked from Turkey and Saudi Arabia much times, uh, but but that's that's nothing. And then some idiot would write, drop you know. The problem is depicting the, the the Prophet Muhammad. So that I have done, but uh, no no one will uh, no one will uh, publish it. So uh, I mean, I I do believe we have the right to depict whoever we want in a free society. So, um, but drawing Muslims. You know, in particular, I don't. I don't think I had. Well, again, I mean, the site was cracked a bunch of times, but from from outside the United States, not 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 within the United States, because we we traced it to uh, to uh, Turkey and um, Saudi Arabia, and uh, other than that, I don't. Well, drawing Farrakhan, Farrakhan, uh, no no matter what I did with him. It, it, they would not publish it uh, uh, because they they were somehow Farrakhan was untouchable. Um, uh, I mean, I I did a bunch of drawings for the Los Angeles Times of Farrakhan, but none of them none of them got uh, published. Um, I hope that answers it. Well, Roman, um, thank you, caller. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Night, Oh, thank um, you, thank you so much. The um, did the did, what was your thinking? What was your hunch about how come he was so untouchable? Farrakhan was untouchable in the in the L.A. Times. Ah, uh, they didn't want people marching around the L.A. Times screaming "No justice, no peace." Uh huh. So it's it's. I mean, no. I mean, you do something that is immediately some gang of thugs. Uh, you know that that uh, uh, Farrakhan or you know, whoever can organize, and they just didn't want any controversy. So uh, I think I think that's what kills the uh, that's what that's that's what kills printed uh, journalism is. Mm-hmm. Uh, editors don't want any controversy uh, because they depend on sponsors. Sponsors want um, uh, peace. And uh, and uh, that's that's what uh, that's why the web journalism is is um, one of the reasons I would say uh, mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. web journalism is is uh, uh, kicking the hell out of uh, printed journalism. Yeah, there are other reasons, yeah. of course, uh, mainly speed um, um, and uh, and uh, other things. But one of the reasons is uh, is uh, that uh, printed journalism is incredibly boring, very uh, predictable. Uh, it's it's the same. There's nothing uh, original about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And in fact, I remember there was um, one story that Los Angeles Times did years ago uh, where they made fun of of uh, G- uh, Gap khakis uh, and the parody was Hitler wore khakis Mussolini wore khakis and it was it was making fun of the gap ads so uh, right, gap right. Uh, gap uh, uh, pulled out um, um, uh, advertisements from the Los Angeles Times worth probably mm-hmm. i think about a million dollars or something and uh, you know guess guess which way the newspaper went <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah so uh the power you know you power the first, and I thought it was a wonderful piece of of, of uh, satire and uh, journalism because yeah. you know it was hilarious. I, I remember reading it even with, you know before it got it became controversial. 
so but that's you know that's unfortunately the reality of of uh of our existence well it strikes me i, I wonder if it strikes you too that when the, the press um uh, uh talks about defending free speech and freedom of expression but then they do exactly what you just said when they when they get uh, intimidated they get threatened they they back off uh they they back off or or uh, which which is more often they they will defend themselves sort of mm-hmm. like uh you know saying uh yes we have the right to say it blah 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 but next time they will definitely think twice mm-hmm. so so it, it, you know uh uh everyone you know put put on those t-shirts uh, je suis charlie but uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything because no no one i mean it it, it it's completely meaningless completely meaningless uh, you know the the newspapers won't show uh, 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 th- those drawings of Muhammad and uh, and uh, uh, you know will not stand up. Uh, right. Uh, right. So, but but they did they did do uh, uh, those uh, sort of meaningless gestures of solidarity, which which I mean exactly. it did happen. Thousands of people marched and all that, but ultimately it's it's meaningless it doesn't mean i mean it's just completely useless it's it's a cheap way for um our journalistic community to to feel brave but that mm-hmm. doesn't cost you anything that doesn't produce right. anything that doesn't change anything you know so um so i was a little bit frustrated about it but then you know uh, I remember one of the um, I, I remember one of the papers said that um, I, I don't know which paper it was about not printing the pictures, um, and they said, "Well, we didn't want to put our staff at uh, at risk. You know, they didn't want to print the, the the caricatures. We didn't want to put our staff at risk because they might get killed." What do you uh, think about yeah, that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was New York Times. New York Times was actually uh, more suave. They said uh, that those images were were deliberately uh, produced to offend, and therefore do not belong to to uh, to, uh, to New York Times. <laughs> so now we, there you go. We, yeah, I mean, if if someone says, you know, I we're here to protect our stuff, we don't want them killed. At least it's honest cowardice. And mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it, it's it's less of a cowardice when when it's uh, when it's an honest statement like this. But when people hide uh, behind semantics and the polysyllable waffling uh, to 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 cover up their their uh, lack of courage, uh, I I do believe it's uh, disgraceful. Yeah, I like that honest cowardice, cowardice, honest expression of cowardice. It's it's, it's almost yeah. someone you know. I've I've met a lot of people who would who would say something like I'm I'm afraid I was or I was afraid, and that to me is actually one step from you know toward courage. Mm-hmm. Um, when when people have the courage to to admit their fear, uh, mm-hmm. because out of it comes probably less fear, and then. You know, it creeps creeps up to to you know to to courage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, again, it's it's the uh, the cynical um, uh, demagoguery that that uh, that a lot of newspapers unfortunately exhibited uh, to to explain away uh, uh, why they they wouldn't publish those drawings uh, does not honor our our uh, murdered colleagues in any way. Um, right. Right. 
I want to go back a little bit yeah. to um, to your roots in uh, in Russia and growing up in Russia. Um, I'm always interested in you know in your case how you started to you started to draw characters and cartoons and getting into the political aspect of things. How, how did that start? When when I mean, not just publishing it. I mean, but you probably were doing stuff like that before you ever got published. What prompted you? Where, where did that 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 drive to do that particular kind of work come from? Well, my dad, because uh, uh, we we had uh, we had the uh, newspapers glued to the stands in in Russia when I was when I was growing up. Of course, it's it's uh, long ago that it was. So now it's you know completely different. But before uh, people could read them, you know, you get out of the subway and you you see a newspaper glued. To, to the wall, so so you can huh. you know, uh, go. And uh, I remember my dad would lift me up and show me, uh, uh, you know, cartoons by by this um, uh, guy who was really old at the time, because I was born in '72. So that guy was in his 70s, and uh, mm. and Boris Boris Efimov. And uh, later I met him, and he he died prematurely at the age of 108. So we actually became friends, <laughs> so, and we were friends for quite a while, for about twenty years. And now, now my my daughter, uh, one of my daughters, uh, because I because I have them on the on the wall, I have his drawings, and she's she's five months. So, <laughs> so she, I lift her up, and she she looks at the Goebbels with with you know, and the Goering in 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 World War Two cartoons, and she points a finger. <laughs> so I, I think that's that's how it it started. Uh, yeah. And that that's that's a new generation sort of of, of you yeah. know I, I hope she does not become a journalist but, but that's 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 how I started by by looking and uh, you know by looking and then you look in the books and then you meet these people and they're a lot of fun uh, you know and uh, and uh, you know then you start drawing yourself and start start to be interested in politics and then you understand that. You know, not everything what they tell you is, is what it is. <laughs> so yeah. uh, um, uh, it's the opposite of of the of the uh, everything is what it is, not the other thing. It's actually in Russia, it's the opposite. Everything is is completely the opposite uh, of of what they were telling us. And uh, then you start figuring it out, and you start drawing and drawing and drawing, and uh, you know, and uh, then. Um, People see it, and uh, then uh, you know you get some attention, and um, um, so that's that's the path. I mean, you, you well, how do you find out that that what they're telling you is not the truth, is not what it is? You said you start to figure that out. How do you figure that out? Because the impression that I always had was that the um, you know the uh, the media was controlled, and it was propaganda at Pravda, and they. They told you, you know, they told the people what was going on the way they believed it. So how do you how do you f- move through that and figure things out for yourself? It's a great question you ask because it it is very difficult in a free society to understand uh, how closed uh, closed societies work. And uh, it, it's true you have no other information because how do you get information? You get it from the books. Uh, but there are no books because they they confiscate all the books that that were telling any, anything different from what they were whatever they wanted you to know. Uh, the newspapers publish what what they what they want you to know, and people who are older are afraid to tell you uh, 
mm-hmm. what they know because they don't want you to repeat it in school and get them in trouble. So it's 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 actually so it's an excellent question. How do you know? And uh, what I what I found uh, was uh, we had this great Soviet encyclopedia, which is very similar to Encyclopedia Britannica, except it's a very Orwellian uh, collection of <laughs> knowledge there. So I got suspicious at the age of I think eleven or twelve that there some people were missing from 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 uh, from the book they, they they weren't even mentioned and then the, the because the the um uh, the uh, the volumes were published under stalin so whoever they they would shoot they would not you know would become a non person they would disappear mm-hmm. from the books so i i could not figure out why why so many famous people were were just not there didn't mm-hmm. exist and no no one really tells you so so you you have no idea what happened cuz no one told you so you start thinking, you, you start just getting curious and curious because you know obviously they they existed because and they were big so they should have made it to, into into the books and they did not so what happened and then in the last volume you find the you know uh, which was published after Stalin so you find them all kind of in in, in the new edition uh, so you have this, this hundreds of people who are who are famous and died. At about the same time, 1937, 1939. So you, you you start thinking, you know, was there some kind of a disease going on at the time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many people that, and then you find one guy who will just tell, oh, they killed them all, and then then you know you 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 start listening to him, and uh, you know, because they were still young. I mean, remember those, these were 1980s. So so mm-hmm. Stalin died in 53. So it was right. what 40 years after he died. So that's not long. I mean, people still right. remember what happened pretty pretty well. Uh, there were still people who lived, uh, you know, before the revolution. So they they would tell you what what it was like under the czars and. Uh, and uh, and then you start questioning. You you come to school and you you question. You you start saying you know oh well like what happened there and they they tell you to shut up and then you figure out something is definitely wrong. You mean the, the teachers would tell you to shut up? Or? Yeah, I was because uh, yeah. I was uh, we had the, on Tuesdays we had this uh, kind of like. Uh, also from Orwell, the, the two-minute two hate. Uh, so it was like a political, <laughs> political information, kind of five minutes, and uh, right. someone would have to tell uh, the class what happened in the world this week and kind of like uh, the meaning of it and sort of like a, like a news digest. And so I decided to do one on, on Stalin's uh, repressions. Uh, of, of you know, and uh, they told me uh, either you tell troublemaker, that, troublemaker, uh, right? <laughs> well, she was actually the teacher was quite uh, quite uh, wise, so she said you can do it if you if you uh, sort of meet me halfway. Uh, you know, you uh, will will say that uh, the Germans fooled them, uh, fooled Stalin into thinking that these people were German spies. And uh, so I so I said that's not that doesn't look like that's what happened. And she says, well, if you don't do it, you know, if if we don't do the German spy story, you know, you cannot do the presentation. So I didn't. Oh no, no, I actually did. I actually did. So I winked at the class, kind of like ah. German spies, you know, wink, wink. And I don't think they cared. I mean, I looked. The eyes were blank. They did not care. They did not even get the. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, they just didn't care, and so that—that's actually the first lesson in 
in indifference because all those things, horrible things happened when when uh, when majority is indifferent. Um, yeah. So you're alone. You're, so you're in the class. You get it, but you're the only one that gets it beside the teacher. Your, I, your no, no, I was not, I was I, I was not the only one. There were several people who got it, uh, but uh-huh. one of them was sort of this cynical. Uh, you know, he knew what what happened, but it was not profitable to discuss it at the time. So he was kind of pretending that, you know, he was he was looking forward to to his future careers, and he did very well, by the way. So he's he's a very accomplished person today. So, uh, so I mean, people were, I mean, they were maybe three out of 30 people kind of figured it out. Uh, and because, because I remember discussing it with them. Uh, right. right. So, so they were, so, so it, it's pretty much like, like it stands today. But, you know, the majority of the people is, uh, uh, are, are brainwashed by Putin's uh, propaganda. And there's probably mm-hmm. 10%, 10%, maybe 10 to 15% probably of, uh, critical thinking, normal people. So, so the number. Um, Al, we have a call. Hold on, Al, Al. We have a caller on the line. Four eight zero. Okay. Four. Do you want to speak? Caller, you're on the line. Call. Four eight zero six three four. Hello. Caller, you're you're on the line. Do you have a question? Okay. Uh, uh, no, we're not getting any reception. Go ahead, continue. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we're we're talking about um, the people who got it and people who didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and you know the percentage of, uh, I would think is is still the same. Uh, probably maybe ten percent of the people who are critical and who question and who uh, who who understand that the West is not the problem, uh, but um, but perhaps a solution. Um, a direction toward the West, uh, Western uh, way of thinking, uh, and uh, then there is a silent or not so silent majority of of complete lunatics uh, who are very very uh, backward uh, socially, and uh, um, you know that's that's the unfortunate uh, uh, fact today, especially with with what's what's going on in Ukraine and stuff. So. Mm. Now, now, do you 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 still have contacts in Russia who who provide you with information or insights or I, I do, or? and I also go uh, pro- at least once a year. So uh, you know, ah. and I would uh, I think the problem Western journalists are, are always making is that they hang out with sort of pro-Western circles, and then uh, they start thinking that. Uh, th- this is the majority, um, and uh, um, you know that if only the evil Putin would go away or somebody would would do him in, uh, then uh, you know uh, all those wonderful things will will happen because there's such a great amount of people uh, who are uh, you know open-minded and pro-Western. But that's that's mm-hmm. not the case. That's that mm, the Russian society at this moment is incredibly backward, uh, very backward. And uh, and uh, I start when when I land, I start uh, sort of marking the people that I talk to um, without any uh, uh, trying to be as honest as in in my research as, as I can. Sort of start conversation with the cab drivers. So so anyone that that I would meet 
um, uh, I would I would try to uh, to find out what what they're thinking. Not not just uh, you know personal friends that I that um, that I hang out with. So, but people on the street, people in in, in shops, and uh, that gives me sort of. Uh, uh, broader view, and the, unfortunately, the broader view is is not, is not that is not that pleasant. Uh, mm. You know, uh, they they uh, they want war. They're very very similar to the Germans of 1938. Uh, wow. the, yeah. So, um, so if that's we, scary. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, you know, if if uh, the 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 big Upside is that uh, they're not as organized and <laughs> disciplined okay. as, as the Germans. So, <laughs> so, right, uh, right. so we have some hope. Well, this sounds like, uh, and correct me, but it sounds like th- th- this has been a regression uh, since uh, what we over here heard is glasnost, you know, and 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 the whole the more openness of the of Russian society. And um, I- I- is there since Putin got in, has have things then regressed in terms of that kind of openness, and or was it never open? Well, no, it was incredibly open under under uh, the late Gorbachev uh, mm-hmm. uh, period was was very open, and then Yeltsin, of course, was completely open. So right. uh, and they didn't like it. They 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 wanted happy, safe um, uh, environment of of sort of the state to state uh, socialism um, the people you're talking about yeah yeah they like did it. not i mean and also the you know the myth in the west is that they wanted some kind of democracy and and uh, you know uh, liberty they did they did not want liberty or democracy they they wanted uh, the stuff they wanted the western stuff uh what they don't understand is that stuff comes from from uh, from people who uh, people who make stuff are free people, <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. but so they did never made that connection. They figured out, uh, you know, if we can buy stuff and and uh, get get Western things, we we do not need uh, democracy. Or uh, they don't they don't. Uh, the majority of the people in Russia now do not want democracy. I mean that that would be a very safe statement to make. And wow. I don't think they ever did. They just. Sort of figure out we got we gotta do it like United States and they got this sort of democracy or something. They also don't understand it. They will, you know. I I like to repeat when I'm there that Russia will die um, from from hatred toward democracy without even experiencing it at once. They they just don't. They they fix their elections because it suits them. Uh, they they they're definitely willing to change uh, the constitution if Putin says so. So, in essence, I, I would not call it a dictatorship, but it is what, what, they, uh, what they call um, controlled democracy. Controlled democracy. It's, it's sort of a, a euphemism for, for this uh, hybrid way of uh, mixing free market with, with, uh, with authoritarian sort of rule. But uh, he is incredibly popular. I I don't think his numbers are. Um, he, they're probably exaggerated. I don't think he's popular. You know, I don't think his popularity level is at eighty-eight percent or whatever they claim. So, but he definitely uh, be, has been more popular since the 
uh, annexation uh, of of uh, Crimea. Uh, his numbers went uh, way up. I mean, people people uh, liked it. So um, what did they essence, like about it? What, 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 did they figure that, that there was a Russian population there that needed to be repatriated, or what? What, well, what did they it's, like it's, about that? It's, it's, it's very. It's, it's, it's uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, may, may she be mentioned uh, in vain. Uh, 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 said that it was like Hitler in 1930s, and it is. It's. Uh, it's you know you start uh, you start the trouble in some in some neighboring country where you claim that uh, your uh, your uh, population or your ethnic brothers are being abused they were not abused mm-hmm. at all uh no. they lived there happily and uh, until the, the the russians started trouble there uh there was nothing nothing wrong with that it's it's a, it's a poor country uh ukraine is definitely poor because it doesn't have any natural resources Russia mm-hmm. has natural resources. That's that's why these people who were who lived in Crimea figured out that they were better off getting Russian uh, pensions than uh, than Ukrainian pensions. Mm-hmm. So uh, and uh, you know moral factor was not you know was not uh, uh, present. So they figured money out money talks, uh, right? Money, money talks. talks. Money talks. And I I don't think they. Uh, I I do believe they will be disappointed because the price of oil went down and therefore. Uh, their their hopes for this wonderful prosperity are are, are probably not going to materialize. But uh, mm-hmm. um, so then you 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 know the the way you do it is is you start this trouble, and then um, you start kind of a civil war situation because the Ukrainians were forced to react obviously, and uh, then you move your troops in there saying uh what they what they called the uh, polite green men they were called so the polite green men move in and uh, you know uh, and uh, for a certain amount of time you can claim that they're not there but then uh, once it becomes yours then you just say well we never denied they were there to begin with <laughs> so mm, and very interesting yeah but people yeah. i mean people really want that that's the thing they 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 have the mentality of uh, of um, of 19th century um, uh, colonial power, um, they never matured. Uh, you know, the Western. Uh, I mean, if you look at Great Britain or or France or uh, you know whatever the colonial powers there were, uh, people definitely matured. There, there's there's none of that um, uh, you know d- delusions that they can that they can restore their empires. Uh, mm-hmm. Russians uh, have not matured. They they do believe that uh, whatever they touched uh, with their boot uh, belongs to them, and uh, they don't they don't believe that people have the right to for independence, and that uh, they don't believe that these people are equal. Uh, they believe they're sort of n- not subhumans, but kind of like little brothers that that uh, mm-hmm. you, you know that cannot make a living on their own. Therefore, the big brother needs to needs to take care of them. So uh, this patronizing attitude, it, you know, is very prevalent there. Um, uh, where it will lead, uh, you know, no telling, because the Poles would have to react, because, you know, the Poles should be definitely concerned. If I were, yeah. you know, in Poland, I would definitely, you know, start digging a trench. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know what they would do. Uh, mm-hmm. So Latvians, Estonians should be concerned, Lithuanians for sure. So whoever was under... Um, uh, you know uh, the Soviet um, um, uh, control uh, should be right. concerned. Uh, Do you think that um, 
that those countries, Estonia, Latvia, people that uh, that uh, you know came loose from the Soviet Union, do they do they think that uh, that the under the current American government, the U.S. government, that they would get any protection? If they were uh, well, moved against, I, I mean, I don't think. I, I mean, if, if I mean, they hope they will. Uh, whether mm-hmm. they, I don't think they understand the difference between Obama and Bush. I don't. I don't. I. I mean, I think United States is a big, big blot for them with stars and stripes. I don't think they understand mm-hmm. the difference between, between the political parties. So yeah. uh, they do believe that they will. Uh, I, I mean, by law, they have to get they have to get military uh, support because they're part part of NATO. And I think Chapter mm-hmm. Five, I could be wrong, uh, mm-hmm. says that uh, an attack on one country is an attack on on on, uh, on an alliance. So right. they right. they will have to get support. I mean, we we just no, no matter how how much we don't like it, we still would have to come to their defense. But. Uh, again, it's a, it's a very interesting situation because there there are quite a lot of ethnic Russians living in Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia. So mm-hmm. let's say uh, you know you start the trouble, uh, and these people, by the way, I I came here. I was 19. I I never uh, I, I I didn't speak English before that, so I, I learned German when I was in school. So it was kind of a new thing to me. So, but I I did bother to learn the language of the land where, you know, where I was to live. So I mean I may speak with 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 a, with a horrible accent, but it didn't bother to learn. These people were born there; they never bothered to learn the local languages. Never bothered uh, to learn. So so uh, it would be like a person you know born in Brooklyn and not speaking English ever. I mean mm-hmm. it's, it's it's just insane. So these people obviously you know it's it's very f- fertile ground for uh, sowing discontent. Uh, so if somebody comes and says. Well, you're being abused. Uh, you know, Mother Russia is here to, to, you know, to save you, to help you out. And it's a right. lot of people. So you can start a lot of trouble, not from uh, by by an open invasion, but but by by organizing those parties inside, uh, sort of uh, the ethnic Russian parties that will claim that uh, they're being abused, that they're you know the culture group, you know, groups or. Uh, this and this and that, and then you start you start a lot of problems. So it may not be as clean cut as as an invasion, you know, where right. where the head tank you know bears the Russian flag and says, you know, mm-hmm. here we are, we're invading. So it could be sort of you know, and th- that Putin is very good at. So an undermining of the government, really. That is right. what it sounds right. like. Exactly. No, no, exactly. And I, you know, I, I honestly think Obama wants wants to uh, sit it out. So he does not mm-hmm. want to get involved. So whatever mm-hmm. I'm observing, uh, you know, him doing, he's he's not doing anything. He's just either he's bored with it or he's, you know, he he, he sort of uh, just does not look like a guy that that will uh, that will uh, lead. Uh, in time uh, when uh, when the, it it might become necessary. Yeah, he's leading from behind later than than earlier. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's not even leading from. I mean, he's not doing anything. He's just uh, no. you know sitting there waiting for his term to end. And uh, yeah. and uh, if he, again, if I were if I were those uh, three of those countries, uh, uh, Poland, I, I, I you know I, I honestly don't think that they will probably invade in, in, invade Poland, uh, Russians. Uh, I mean, it, they they don't have they don't have Russian minority there, and it's just you know it just 
uh, you know, uh, I, I just don't think they would. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but they definitely, I mean, those two little countries, uh, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia, are are definitely, um, uh, you know, should, they they should be worried for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now look, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, your perspectives. This is very very fascinating stuff. I think a lot of Americans don't understand, and I didn't until you just told me the American people, the, the the Russian people, really, as you described them, are really like what he's doing in many ways. They do, and, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's fascinating because I think uh, I think uh, a lot of Americans still think, as I did, that you know there's there there's the uh, there's the government, Russian government, and there's the people, and they don't really see eye to eye because the Russian government is so oppressive. But you're painting a different picture um, uh, in, in 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 terms of that. So I find that very informative. Very informative. Well, now you know, let's, I'm, let's, I'm sorry yeah. to do that, but that's just uh, <laughs> Amer- Americans do not, you know, Americans think everyone is like an American. That it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's common sense. It's, it's, you know, if you have a dispute, you talk it over, or you know, you come some kind to some kind of agreement, or you sue each other, and then yeah. the judge decides. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the Russians do not. <laughs> you know, they, they. <laughs> <laughs> there are no lawyers. Well, there are lawyers, but they're you know mainly designed to uh, you know it's 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 a wing of the of the uh, government. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, the justice system. I, I don't mean private lawyers, but they they, uh, they the no there's no independent justice, and that's that's not how they deal with neighbors. They they if they if they uh, want if they have a dispute, they just uh, move their tanks there. <laughs> And they also and look, assume um, that Americans yeah. are doing the same. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's, they, yeah. they, they think that. Uh, I mean, when, whenever I talk to, um, you know, we, we discuss journalism with them, they, they will tell me, oh, you're doing the same thing. You're also paying people to, to, you know, to say, uh, you know, uh, what, what, uh, what, what uh, you want them to say. But you know, they just don't understand the, the concept of, uh, of independent uh, journalism. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't. They they don't. Uh, if they read a, a, an article in National Review, they think President of the United States, uh, you know, called National Review and told them to write that that anti-Russian article, and they just don't right. have any right. concept that people we do not listen to the President of the United States. <laughs> so, <laughs> and no matter. I mean, I I spent by by now 25 years telling them that that that's not. And I I have not convinced one, one person. They, they they all think that if there is some kind of anti-Russian article in New York Times or Washington Post that uh, the President of the United States or State Department, someone uh, called them and told them, uh, you know, uh, we, we need to put some pressure on the Russians, so run the article. They just don't yeah, get yeah. the concept of, of independent yeah. media. Yeah. What is the is there a is there a fear or a concern about America? Um, as it relates to Russia, is there a fear there of what America has in mind? They believe they uh, they wake up with the thought that uh, that Americans uh, spend all day plotting how to take over Russia and enslave it. They believe ah, they every okay. day that, that all we do is in the United States is, is sit eat eat a cheeseburger. Uh, watch some stupid movie uh, <laughs> that, that, that 
uh, destroys Mother Russia, and then plot how to take over their natural resources and enslave and uh, rape their uh, grandmothers and uh, eat their eat their uh, children. Eat their children. <laughs> so uh, no, they they. I mean, I'm 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 not even uh, being you know I'm not even kidding. They they have a very long going propaganda that whoever adopts a Russian child in the United States is doing it for body parts. Okay. They, they believe it. Yeah. People believe it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a yeah. very surreal Orwellian society. Of of and the, the you know the the sad part is that before you know in 1980s I can understand lunacy because there was no other information. So if they if mm-hmm. they tell you the Earth is flat, it, it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's because there's no other information. Now you can Google and you know you and they still they they just want to believe it. They mm-hmm. they, they uh, it, it's it's. Truly backward, stupid people who believe in in, in, in incredible conspiracies and uh, stupid plots and uh, in CIA. Or they also fake it. That's, that's the, uh, they would write, uh, uh, circulate some kind of Alan Dulles plan. Now, Alan Dulles, if if, uh, if uh, young people may not remember, was the CIA director. Uh, uh, under Truman, I, I believe, maybe maybe a little bit later under uh, Eisenhower, and uh, and uh, so they widely circulate the Alan Dulles plan to to uh, bring pornography and drugs into Russia and to corrupt it and to destroy it. And I don't think Alan Dulles knew about drugs. <laughs> I mean, it was before drugs. People used to drink it in nineteen. Uh, so, fascinating, and uh, absolutely it, fascinating. And it, the source of this of this nonsense is is known. We know where it came from. It's, it's sort of this uh, one of those historical forgeries, which is easy to trace. And they still don't believe. I mean, no matter how many times I told them it's fake, Alan Dallas was a lovely man and wouldn't hurt a fly. Uh, they, they still believe that right. he had this uh, drug-infested plot to you know to turn the Russians into uh, into zombies. Now, is some of this stuff taught in the schools, or or? Yeah, 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 yeah. It no, is. No, no, it's, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. No, it is. It is taught in schools by backward. So, I mean, there's no universal. Uh, you know, I mean, if you have an intelligent teacher, I mean, I was very fortunate. We had uh, very, very good teachers uh, when I was growing mm-hmm. up. Uh, but you know, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, uh, by by luck, I was in in good school. So they were, you know, reasonably uh, uh, open-minded and uh, sort of did not did not poison our minds. Uh, but uh, if you know, if you have an idiot teacher, then you're hopeless because she will uh, wipe out any any kind of intelligence. Uh, uh, I, I said she because it's usually uh, women who are teachers there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's rare, rarely uh, uh, would be a guy. So, um, um, so, so that's. I mean, the insanity comes from school, from parents, uh, from, uh, but mostly from television, from uh, from uh, government uh, television. So. Ah, okay, okay. And there is no yeah, there. Um, there, you know. Remember, there used to be Voice of America. There is no Voice of America, I guess, going in there now. Yeah. There, there is. Uh, um, un, 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 unfortunately, they 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 just uh, they just. Uh, I think a year or two ago, they uh, uh, cut the funding for for the Radio Liberty for Europe. 
mm. which is insane. I mean, that's that's the only way to, um, you know, to uh, that that people used to get information uh, during uh, the Soviet times. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, oh. I have to cut you guys because we're out of time. Um, oh. Al, do you want to do okay. Well, uh, just uh, Roman, it's been fascinating speaking with you, and well, um, pleasure is all mine. I, and I hope we'll, we'll get you back again sometime because this is this is really it was really an eye opener, um, and I, I learned a lot just listening to you and the perspective on things. We didn't get to talk much about your about your illustrations and your cartoonery, but I think what you had what you had to say was uh, really very very informative. So. Well, my art and, is less, uh, less important than uh, than uh, politics at this point. <laughs> well, um, you've been here for 25 years. Welcome to America. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, I, right. I, I like okay. hearing. Yeah. Guys, we're out of time, oh. uh, and Roman, okay. thank you for coming on. Okay, and don't forget to please go to studentsforbetterfuture.com. Studentsforbetterfuture.com. And Roman, your website again, can you tell us that? RomanGen.com. Okay, RomanGen.com, and then you will find his um, his uh, works on there. Uh, folks, stay tuned to next uh, Tuesday, where we talk about human trafficking. Uh, and thank you, and good night. Good night. Good night. Uh-uh.